Singleness in Singleness, Part 2. Joy Adams, Single Adults Ministry Coordinator. I hope you've already listened to Wholeness in Singleness, Part 1. It is a great foundation to what I'm about to share. I hope you've commenced your journey with God towards wholeness and that you've been keeping your prayer journal. I will go deeper into the Word of God, which offers us many examples of others who have overcome life's challenges through the supernatural power of God, and nothing has changed. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He wants to complete the work he has started in you. I do not really want to speak but I want the Lord to speak through me to people who have been through painful situations and are still hurting. They may smile, they may appear to be over it, but deep down on the inside, they are not. Some of you have not been able to move on, whilst others have have moved forward but are still not where you ought to be in life because you have not allowed Jesus to complete the healing work he has started in your life. But today, right here, right now, is your day of freedom, your day of deliverance. The wait is over. We will all face different challenges, whether it be in our mind, our body, our soul or our spirit. It's because we live in a sinful and broken world. One thing I'd like you to do as you listen to this podcast is take notes of prayer points that are relevant to you as the Holy Spirit reveals them to you. It's important that you leave with prayer points. That's what's dropped in my spirit to tell you to make prayer points and pray into the situations you are struggling with. So this is the second part of a series, Wholeness in Singleness. And in this session, I'd like to highlight some important points found in the Word of God about being made whole and the way in which we respond to God. As single adults, we come from all walks of life and often face issues that break us. And as a result, we're left in need of Jesus to heal and make us whole. We have complex lives and the weight of which may seem too heavy to carry at times. But the Bible gives us many examples of how those in need of healing responded when they came into contact with the living God. I want us to look at examples in both the Old and the New Testament. Consider the condition the person was in when they met with God. Consider their mindset and how they responded to God. They all responded differently, but eventually their faith resulted in healing. When you see the word mindset, for me, it's how do I view my situation? And it's important that we understand our mindsets and we understand the mindsets of those in the Bible 
because our mindsets can impact on our ability to receive healing. So let's look in the New Testament. The woman with the issue of blood, she had a physical infirmity. Her mindset was one of desperation. She was desperate for change. However, there were barriers in her way. Aeneas was bedridden for eight years. He had a physical infirmity, but he was not expecting change. That was his mindset. He'd grown accustomed to his condition, but God wanted to get the glory out of his life. Then we have the Samaritan woman at the well. She was a broken soul. She was thirsting, felt undeserving and unloved by others. And the man at the pool of Bethesda, 38 years, physically infirmed, but he spent all his life just waiting and made excuses and blamed others for the condition he was in. When we look at the Old Testament, we see the barrenness. We see the barrenness of Hannah. She could not be comforted. We see the infirmity of Naaman. Pride almost cost him his deliverance. And we see the grief of Naomi. She'd lost her identity and blamed God. I'm sure we can identify with the issues faced or recognise the responses as we too have had to face our own challenges in life. But I just want to say today, it's your turn. Our God has not changed, he's immutable. The healing God wants to do in your life will be supernatural because he wants to be glorified and he needs others to be saved as a result of your testimony. You see, it's our duty to declare God's goodness in our life. It's our duty to tell others what he has done. And as a result, we'll see souls saved. So just looking in more detail at the woman with the issue of blood in Mark 5, verses 25 to 34. This is a very powerful account to me, even though I see it also in, in Matthew. There was something about this version and I'd like to read a few verses. So Matthew 5, 27 to 29 says, When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Verse 28, for she said, If I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Verse 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Amen. She was healed of the affliction. So we see this woman's mindset was one of desperation. She believed Jesus could heal. Her belief was turned into action. 
her action was demonstrated or demonstrated her faith and her faith caused Jesus to respond to her need. Your faith has made you whole was his response. Sometimes we say we believe and we have faith but we do not follow through with actions. James 2 14 to 26 speaks about faith without works being dead. Verse 14 says, What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? And verse 22 says, Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? You see, our work will make our faith perfect. You have to reach out and believe in Jesus' ability if you want to be healed. The doctors had said to her, there's nothing more we can do for you or there's no cure. And by now she was penniless. But that is when her faith kicked in. What has caused you to bleed? Looking back at this scripture, what has caused you to bleed? She was hemorrhaging. Blood represents life. Her very life was passing from her body. Jesus was her last hope. She had no future if this did not work. By this stage, 12 years into this illness, she was physically, emotionally, psychologically infirm on top of this she was rejected shunned ostracized by her community under levitical law she was ceremonially unclean she was an outcast so what has happened in your life to cause you to feel unclean don't allow the opinions of others to stop you you may have to break with protocol and cross boundaries men have put in place in order to receive your healing. <laughs> you see, the crowd stood between her and her healer. Can you see any barriers to you being made whole? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal where there are barriers in your life. Are you living with a condition that causes you to live in isolation? You reject before being rejected because you feel unclean or unworthy. You may even feel abandoned. But God said to Joshua and he's saying it to you, I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you. God will never abandon his child. We are his children. He won't abandon us and he won't reject us. Jesus does not reject us. He came to heal us. Those living with sexually transmitted infections, reach out to him. If you are living with mental illness, cancer or infertility, or suffering from sickness that the doctor has said is incurable. 
you may be the victim of abuse or may be living with addictions. Are you bound in sexual sin and struggle to be set free? Whatsoever the condition, reach out to Jesus by faith and be made whole. Some of us have allowed our situation to prevent us from even considering entering relationships or getting married. Some of us should not even be single today, but our fears have held us back. Some seem unable to heal from a broken marriage or divorce, unable to forgive or receive forgiveness, whilst others cannot be comforted owing to bereavement following the loss of one's spouse. And you ask, how can I continue with life? Often our mind needs to heal first because we believe what we believe to be a barrier to being loved is not real. It's a lie. And that belief and stronghold needs to be destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus. We should not believe every thought that comes into our mind. We need to renew our thinking daily. Do my thoughts line up with the word of God? 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to cast down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Ask God to heal your mind today as it's time to consider how you view yourself in comparison to how God views you. And so just in closing, I want to read that scripture again. Matthew 5, 27 to 29. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothing, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Her faith level needed to rise. She had nowhere else to turn and Jesus responded to her act of faith. She had no doubt in her mind and because of that, her healing was immediate. Don't come to Jesus with doubt and expect to be healed. He will only respond to faith. You see, the, the exact moment her healing took place was the exact moment Jesus felt the healing power leave his body in verse 30. You see, there will always be an exchange. Our faith for God's power. Be healed today because God has great plans for your life. So some of us will have to ask ourselves a question today. Why am I taking so long to heal? Is it because of my mindset? Seek the Lord today. And he will answer you.